there's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it. And travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel. It's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Support for Armchair and the Saints Happy Hour podcast comes from Manscaped, who is number one in men's below-the-belt grooming. Manscaped offers precision-engineered tools for your family jewels. Manscaped has redesigned the electric trimmer. Their Lawnmower 2.0 has proprietary skin-safe technology, so this trimmer won't nick or snag your nuts. Manscaping accidents are finally a thing of the past. And don't use the same trimmer on your face as you using on your balls. That's just nasty. Manscaped also has the Crop Preserver, an anti-chafing ball deodorant and moisturizer. You already put deodorant on your armpits. Why are you not putting deodorant on the smelliest part of your body? Get 20% off plus free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. Always use the right tools for the job. Your balls will thank you. Get 20% off and free shipping with the code armchair at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com. Use the code armchair. All right, everybody. Welcome to the Saints Happy Hour Podcast Thursday edition. This one is free, so if you're not a patient, you should sign up at the $10 level and get Andrew's grade for free. You can get his his written grades every week, and you get access to our grade podcast where we review. Or if you want to be super cool, you can sign up for our limited edition Swag King tier, Andrew. Swag King tier, you get everything. You get every podcast, the grades. You get a T-shirt, a koozie, a magnet, a sticker, and a mug. $30 for three months. You get it all. It's amazing. It's limited edition. It's only going to be here for a short time. You sign up and do it. So, Andrew, this week is Falcons Hate Week. It is, the, it is the most hated of all the rivals, the Falcons. They suck. They are a disaster. They're 1-7. <laughs> they're, they're possible. If the Saints really kick them in the nuts and humiliate them, they may fire Dan Quinn. Uh, which I, of course, want to happen, so I hope that Sean Payton lays it on them and really humiliates them, which, by the way... This this whole lead-in is just football erotica. It is. And the best part is go to the Falcoholic. It is like football (laughs) porn. They are are just in quaking fear. They're like, it's going to be horrible. We know it's going to be horrible. Sean Payton's a dick, and he's going to rub it in our face. This is going to be awful. Um, so, So this game... Matt, they announced today that they expect Matt Ryan to play, so I think that makes it a little bit more interesting. But Atlanta, Andrew, they are so bad. They're, they're, they're 31 against the pass, um, and because they're so bad against the pass, they're, they're, they, their defense it looks good against the run, but it's really not because teams are like, why would we run when we could just throw 25-yard <laughs> bombs anytime we want? So, I mean, they're, they're awful. But as you look at if, as you look at as Atlanta, what is the one thing besides shenanigans, as you like to call it, that 
what gives you pause about this game uh, Sunday? Uh, I guess if Atlanta can protect a little better than they have, um, you know, they've given up 21 sacks in eight weeks. So, uh, you know, which isn't, I mean, it's bad. Don't get me wrong. It's bad, but I mean, it's not like they're on pace to give up 50 sacks in a year, you know, but it's 42. That's 42 is a decent number. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, they've given up 21 sacks. And, like, Matt Ryan, if he comes back, like, his mobility is going to be hampered, right, because it's the high ankle sprain. So he's not a quarterback with good escapability anyway. Um, but now <laughs> you take away his mobility, and the Saints are pretty good covering. Um, and so, I, you know, it begs the question, like, can Matt Ryan hurt the Saints? But he still has good weapons at his disposal. I mean, Austin Hooper is having a career year. He's a good tight end. Uh, you've got Julio Jones, you got Calvin Ridley. Uh, now, they traded away Sanu, so that, that's one weapon that's gone, but he, he wasn't really having a great year for them. Um, and then you got Freeman out of the backfield. So th- those guys are all tough to cover. Um, I do think the Saints' coverage, when you look at Lattimore and Apple and their safeties, and I think they should be able to slow these guys down enough to get to Matt Ryan. But offensively, the Falcons are actually number one in the NFL in passing yards. And uh, now a big reason for that is they're always playing from behind and they get a lot of yards passing because teams are in prevent and they'll give up stuff underneath and make the tackle. But I, the the Falcons, are they can move the ball through the air. And we know they can. If, if there's one thing this team can do, it's throw the football. Matt Ryan, you know, as much as we like to tool on him, um, and he has been more mistake prone this year. He has thrown more picks because he, they haven't been blocking well up front. I feel like, Every week, like Matt Ryan, the Falcons don't lose by much. Like, they're not – I mean, they've been housed a couple times, but a lot of these losses have been, you know, their defense one can't stop. Yeah, they, they can't stop anyone, and it's the one Matt Ryan mistake. Like, he makes the, the one mistake a game, and they just have no margin for error. So, if Ryan gets through a game without making a mistake and he kind of does his usual thing – this game could be a little bit tougher than we expect. Um, so I guess that's probably the one thing that gives me pause is just the Falcons are pretty good throwing the football. Yeah, and here's the thing that, that I'm interested in, and I made a joke in my WWL column, you know, Atlanta, they didn't fire any coaches this week, but they rearranged the coaching staff, and they were like, hey, uh, Raheem Morris, we know you're coaching wide receivers, you're going to coach defensive backs now. And they moved another guy from somewhere else to running back. They moved a quality control coach from quality control to running back. And they moved the, the guy who was coaching the defensive backs to uh, wide receivers. Like they shuffled it around a bunch. So I'm, I'm wondering if that will either hamper their communications worse, which it seems impossible. If you've watched Atlanta at any point, their defensive communication is terrible or it will improve them because one thing that I that as I watch the, the sort of the thirty minute videos of them the last couple of days, their defense yes it's bad and they, they their their quality of player is is not good, but Andrew they have a they have a scent of the twenty fourteen twenty fifteen Rob Ryan Saints defenses where not only are they not talented, but they have just a lack of like what the fuck are you doing? Like, how can that guy be so wide open? How could you, like, are you running a coverage? Do you have nine guys on the field? Like, it's just, 
horrible mental errors. And I wonder if that gets cleaned up, it makes them a little bit better. You know how when Dennis Allen, when he became the Saints defensive coordinator in, tw- in, in 2015 and 2016, right, the defense improved and the talent level wasn't that much better, but you felt like you at least they knew what they were doing and they were lined upright. I don't know if Raheem Morris can get that fixed in a week, but if they can fix that, that might make them better because, God, their defense is bad, Andrew. I, I just think – so I've heard a lot of comparisons to the seven and nine Saints. You know, we're off. this is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh my! Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. When it comes to hiring, don't go searching for the one. Just meet your match with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash match. Just go to Indeed.com slash match right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash match. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Offensively, they were good. Defensively, they were a disaster. And I think there's one big difference between the 7-9 and nine Saints and this Falcons team. Uh, and the Falcons team does have some firepower offensively. Mm-hmm. And like I said, they can throw the ball. But the one difference that I would make between those incompetent Saints defenses and this is that at least the Saints were winning in the trenches when they had the ball. The Falcons, like, if you're terrible in the trenches on both sides, you really have no hope. And you look at Devontae Freeman, he averages 3.4 yards per carry this year. Like, they can't run the ball. They can't run the ball because their offense can't block. And, and, and their pass protection is terrible. So Matt Ryan's doing what he can with great weapons, but he's still throwing bad picks and taking sacks because the offensive line up front is just getting killed. So this, this offense isn't elite. You know, that the Saints, when they were 7-9, and nine, they, they were, were scoring playing, points. They, yeah, they, they were as bad. I mean, they were one, some of the worst defenses in NFL history, but they could still score. And so you, you talk about falling ass backwards into a turnover. You know, if you, if you – if you find a way to get some comical stop every once in a while, the offense was good enough that they could find a way to win. This offense is not good enough to find a way to win, even when the defense mistakenly stops someone, because they just don't have it up front. And so Matt Ryan, again, he's taking the sack. He's throwing the, the, the one interception that just kills them every week. And I, I just think the way this Falcons team is built up front uh, it's really burned them. And when you look at Vic Beasley and Tack McKinley, those guys, Ralph, have a combined two sacks for eight <laughs> weeks. Two <laughs> sacks combined. Oh, my God. They were trying to trade Vic Beasley for like a half-eaten Popeye sandwich and a soda. And, and teams were like, nah. 
So look, why would they ever give up a sandwich like that, even half eaten? <laughs> even but, half eaten the popcorn. Yeah, not not for Vic Beasley, but no. I mean, you look, they, they spent two first round picks on this guy, and and I mean, Vic Beasley at least you know, he had the monster season. He got injured, and he hasn't been the same since. Tack McKinley was never good. Like that guy, this, that was a disaster bust of a pick, and. So they're not generating any pass rush. And so when, when you just look at the Falcons and their secondary is suspect and they're getting no pass rush whatsoever, um, it's easy pickings. It's easy pickings. And so I just look at this game and, and I just think the Falcons may get theirs a little bit in the passing game, and that does make me a little nervous. But when you're dominating both sides of the line, and this is a quote from Sean Payton, uh, I remember in the Chicago Bears game he said this, I felt like we dominated both sides of the line. He may have said this against Dallas, too. No, maybe it wasn't Dallas. But anyways, definitely against the Bears, he said. We're dominating both sides of the line, and when you do that, you're going to win most times. And I just yeah. think it's going to be very hard for Atlanta to put up much of a fight against this front that the Saints have. Now, a major injury happens or something weird happens where the Saints have to move things around in the game. Maybe that makes it more difficult, but... When you talk about the offensive line for Atlanta and how much they're struggling, and now they got to go on the road in New Orleans, this is this is a tough assignment for a team that's playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. If you want to go all in and bet on the Saints to cover the twelve and a half points, but you should go to mybookie.com, mybookie.ag, and right now, Andrew, use the code Chair, you get a hundred percent sign-up bonus. That's right. You put in a hundred, you get a hundred more to play with. So go to mybookie. Dot ag use the code chair get a hundred percent sign up bonus right now my bookie dot ag you play you win you get paid um now, so, now ralph ralph should i i know i have to keep betting against the saints because it's, <laughs> it's like six in a row now that they've won when i bet against them so on principle i have to keep doing it am i allowed to just take the points or do i have to pick atlanta to win I don't know. We'll have to do. We'll have to discuss that on the gambling show. You'll you'll you at least have to take Atlanta, at least to, with the points. And everybody who listens to the gambling show knows that I have the double digit NFL uh, underdog investment fund. So I'll have to be putting away. I'll have to be putting money on Atlanta this week because I bet every double digit underdog in the NFL every week. It's a winning proposition for me so far. Twelve and ten for the year. Um, so we'll yeah, if, you, if you're if you're a patron though, and you're listening to the show. Please uh, send me a message on Twitter and let me know if, if picking a point is sufficient or if I actually have to pick the Falcons to win. I feel like you're the black plague of gambling. You're, people don't really understand. You, you text me during the week and, 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 and during the weekend. Your, your gambling this year is a fucking disaster. Like I, every, even, I even bet on PSG. I, I, I even bet on PSG winning a League One match, which is like the most – Certain thing in sports, and they lost to Dijon, who's like rank, who was who ranked like seventeenth in, in League One. <laughs> my my, my, my betting bet is such poison that like the team that's basically won the French league like ten years in a row can't even beat the worst team in League One when I bet against. <laughs> we might have, on the Friday gambling show. We might have to make you pick Bama. So <laughs> you can win. <laughs> but everybody, listen, we. Thanks for listening to uh, the, this episode of the Saints Happy Hour Podcast. If you like it, subscribe, support us. We do this every 
freaking day. Other Saints podcasts, as they popped up, as the Saints win, and they'll come and they'll go. But me and Andrew, we do this goddamn thing every day. Yeah, do they day. have the jokes? Be honest. Yeah, they, they, don't have, they don't have the jokes. They don't have the jokes, the mediocre audio, the sound effects. They don't have none of it. And we do this. I mean, are they gonna are they gonna talk about half eaten Popeye sandwiches in a trade for Vic Beasley? Dude, I have to say, people go on Twitter and search and, and like search Popeye's fight. They had two old men in a truck, dude. The guy got out the pickup truck and he beat the hell out of that old man. They were in the drive thru at the Popeyes. I was like, God damn, people are serious about this Popeye's chicken sandwich. I felt bad. I felt bad for that elder. He got beat he got beat down and all he wanted Ooh. was like a all he wanted was a combo meal. That, that's gonna happen to Atlanta Sunday. <laughs> they're gonna get they're gonna get beat down like that old man. Well hey we're both gonna be at the game. So if you're a patron, I'll be wearing the podcast shirt, find us in Champion Square and we'll have a okay. beer with you. Hopefully my forever twenty eight to three shirt will come in by then and I can wear that. But uh Check that. Check us out. Tell us if you want to meet us in Champion Square. And also, sign up for the podcast so you can get access to our huge LSU Bama preview that will be up Friday. But that will only be for patients. Until then, we'll see you on Friday. <laughs>